You're listening to a podcast from Victory Alabang. God's perfect love for us was unveiled through Jesus. Know more about this message by Pastor Jonathan Ramirez. Talaga pong it is finished dahil ngayong gabi po ay matatapos na yung series natin. It is finished. Okay, isa pong uh, malamig at maulang gabi sa inyong lahat. At alam ko pong kayo'y giniginaw pa, nakahalukip-kip lahat kayo. Eh, para mainitan kayo, let me say, I'll love you. <laughs> okay. Kahit di ko naintindihan ang ibig sabihin nun. <laughs> Uso eh. Anyway, sa gabi pong ito, tayo po ay tatalakay ng isang napakahalagang topic. Ito po yung pagkatapos ng atin pong uh, uh, series. Ikapat po ito at next week po magsisimula yung ating panibagong series. Another exciting series. Of course, uh, something to do with... Uh, Surprise na lang. <laughs> okay. Kayo po ay narito sa Victory. We exist to honor God and make disciples. At ako po si Jonathan Ramirez, one of the pastors of Victory Alabang. Yan po ay para sa mga panauhin namin na ngayon lang po nakarating at nakadalo po ng gawain ito. At uh, let me just uh, have a little review okay, ng mga nakalipas nating topic. Week lang po ito. Nung unang linggo, tinalakay natin about perfect redeemer. And Jesus is the perfect redeemer comparing the Passover lamb and Jesus as the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, and provided us eternal redemption. At nung pangalawang linggo, pinag-usapan po natin, Jesus as the perfect mediator. There was high priest in the Old Testament. We have great uh, great high priest in the New Testament. And uh, talagang perfect ko yung ating mediator because He lives forever. And He is the perfect sacrifice that was given to us. And substitute, perfect substitute, yung pangalawa po na, ay pangatlo po nating linggo, at pinag-usapan po natin na si na yung pangako ng Old Testament ay tinupad ng Diyos hanggang sa ito po ay dumating ang New Testament at ang ating pong kaligtasan ay lahat ay naganap sa pamamagitan ni Yeso Cristo na siyang naging pamalit imbis na tayo ang magdurusa pero si Jesus yung nagdusa imbis na tayo yung unrighteous si Jesus kinakuha niya ang ating unrighteousness kaya naman ang ibigay niya sa atin is righteousness tayo ang nagkaroon ng Kaligtasan. At ngayon po sa ating pagtatapos, we are going to talk about the perfect man. Sabi nyo, perfect man. At then of course, we are still referring to our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, but before I move into that topic, I just would like to show you a picture. Siguro po ay aware kayo sa topic ng BBL. Sino po nakakalam ng BBL? Bangsamoro, basic law. Okay? At medyo, ano kayang BBL? Ano kayang telenovela yung sinasabi ni Pastor. Hindi po telenovela yun. Uh, ito po ay Bangsamoro Basic Law. Ito po ay basically uh, nagka-craft po ng batas na, na gustong ipatupad ng atin pong gobyerno patungkol sa kapayapaan sa mga, of course, dun, alam naman po natin na marami pong mga rebelde doon po sa Mindanao at gusto po natin ng kapayapaan. Subalit na mayroon pong mga agam-agam yung iba dahil ang kinikreate po nito parang is a sub-state. It's like a state inside the state. Or it's even greater than having an autonomy. Higit pa ito sa ARMM, na yung unang kasunduan naman sa mga MNLF. Ito po ay sa MILF. At sila po ay magkakaroon doon ng somehow ay sariling military, may sarili silang pamamahala, pati finances nila, pati auditing nila, parang ang creating a state inside the state. At marami pong mga kumukontra at marami rin naman pong nagtutulak. Ngayon, I would reserve my right to say whether I am for it or not for it. Ang sinasabi ko lang, may katwiran ho pareho. Sino ba naman ang ayaw ng kapayapaan? Tama ho ba? 
Gusto natin ng kapayapaan, pero ito ba ay sa pamamagitan ng batas na ito na kanilang nililikha? Dahil sabi naman ng mga iba, paano naman yung mga missionaries, Christian missionaries na napupunta doon, na baka malamang ay mapukutan sila lahat ng ulo dahil ang military at ang gobyerno doon ay patatakbuhin na ng MILF. So marami pong agam-agam at higit sa lahat is apektado ho tayo as a nation. Okay? Yan po yung mga bayan na sakop ng Bangsamoro, basic law, at pwede pa raw sila sa proposed law, ay pwede pang mag-expand yung kanilang mga territories. Merong mga gusto, meron din namang mga ayaw. Sa so, madalis salita, ang gagawa ng desisyon ito ay yung ating pamahalaan. At sinabing pamahalaan, hindi lang mga presidente yan, kundi yung tatlong branches of government. The executive, the legislative, and the judicial. Siyempre, pag kami nagprotesta, dadali niyan sa judicial body, sa Supreme Court, kukwestiyonin kung whether it is constitutional or unconstitutional. So basically, yun po yung labanan. Sa proposal na meron ngayon, ito ba constitutional or unconstitutional? Kaya po si yung uh, Senator Marcos ay nagkakaroon ng proposed version ng BBL na magiging katanggap-tanggap daw sa ating konstitusyon. Now, regardless of the decision they are going to make, my point is, their decision would affect our lives. Amen. Hindi lamang ho ang mga taga-Mindanao. Pati ho tayo dito maapektuhan. Desisyon ng ating gobyerno, maapektuhan po tayo. Sa buhay po natin, talaga ho ganyan. Minsan may mga desisyon, kahit nga desisyon ng isang tao, pwedeng maapektuhan yung maraming bagay. Amen. Sa paggawa ng desisyon na ito, siguradong tayo po maapektuhan whether we are beneficiaries or whether we are victims. Kaya ako kinakailangan ng masusing pag-aaral at pananalangin. Now, ang pag-aaralan po natin is about the perfect man. It's basically, we are going to talk about the sin committed by Adam na dahil sa kanyang kasalanan, lahat tayo nadamay. Amen. But the redemptive work and the restorative work of our Lord Jesus Christ that because of His act of righteousness, lahat din po tayo naapektuhan. Amen. So, ganyan po ang buhay at titingnan po natin sa pamagitan ng salita ng Panginoon kung ano po ang sinasabi ng mga bagay patungkol kay Adam at kay Jesus at yung theological connection noong dalawa. Buksan po natin ang ating mga Bible as we all stand up. Buksan po natin ang ating Bible dito po sa 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 45 to 47. Unahin po muna natin ito. Handa na po ba kayo? Okay. Pwede hunin niyo akong sabayan. Okay, 1, 2, 3. Thus, it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. But it's not the spiritual that is first, but the natural. And then the spiritual. The first man was from earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven. Then I would like us to go to Romans. Chapter 5, beginning verse 18, up to 21. 1, 2, 3. Therefore, as one trespasses led to condemnation of all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification in life for all men. For us, by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. So by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. Now the law came in to increase the trespass, but where sin is increased, Grace abounded all the more, so that as sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ 
our Lord. Let's pray. Lord, samahan mo po kami sa oras na ito ng aming pagtalakay sa iyong mga salita. Gabayan mo kami, samahan mo kami. And we ask, Lord God, for your divine enlightenment. Enable us, Lord God, to see and appreciate what you have done on the cross for us. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Amen. Ako po tayong lahat. Sa mga talata pong binasa natin, very obvious and prominent yung pangalan po ni Adam. Okay? Siya po yung una nating magulang. And as I said a while ago, there is a theological connection between Jesus, between Adam and Jesus. Adam, siya yung unang in the creation and Jesus during the time of redemption. Ang human race ay nag-originate po doon sa dalawa. As I said, Adam during creation and Jesus during redemption. Now, the more we compare their differences, their contrast, and their connection, the more we are going to understand the gospel and the more we are going to cherish the redemptive work of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, si Adam po ay tinatawag na type of Jesus. Sabi ng Romans 5.14, Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses. Even over those who sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. Sino yung paparating? Yun po yun si Jesus. At ikinukumpara po siya doon kay Adam. Okay? So, si Adam po ay type of Jesus. Because yung creating Lord si Adam, Adam was a perfect man. Amen? Ulitin ko po yun. When God created Adam, God created him not a sinner. God created him to be perfect. That's why he was somehow the type of Jesus Christ. Let us see the the connections and contrast of the two. If we have Adam and Jesus is actually the second Adam being mentioned in the Bible. Tignan ho natin yung kanilang theological connections and contrast now. Especially on their identity. Sabi po ng 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45, Thus it is written, the first Adam became a living being. Why? Kasi hiningahan siya ng Diyos. Tama ho ba? From the dust of the earth, siya ay hiningihan ng Diyos. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. So, ang ibig sabihin, si Adam, ang tawag sa kanya is living being, while Jesus became a life-giving spirit. Jesus is not the Holy Spirit, but He became a life-giving spirit because when He died on the third day, He rose again from the dead. He overcame death. That's why He's the giver of life. Amen. Now, if we go to verse 46, sabi ron, but it is not the spiritual that is first, but the natural, then the spiritual. Therefore, Adam is from the natural. Okay? Dito siya. Nagsimula sa mundo. Okay? And Jesus is, is spiritual. Saan siya nagsimula? He came from actually from everlasting. He came from the Father. Verse 47, The first man was from the earth, a man of dust. A second man is from heaven. So, it's Adam is from earth, while the second Adam, referring to Jesus, ang sabi ron, is from heaven. So, dyan pa lamang po ay may kaibanan ng kanilang identity. Okay? To summarize, Adam became a living being. Jesus is the life-giving spirit. Adam is natural. Jesus is a spiritual. Adam from earth. Jesus from heaven. There is a big disparity. But nevertheless, human race originated from both of them, Adam from creation and Jesus during redemption. Now, pag-usapan po natin what Adam and Jesus did that affected our salvation. 
ano ba yung mga nagawaho nila na nakaapekto patungkol sa ating kaligtasan? Okay, upisahan po natin. Una, Adam's trespass led to condemnation. Say condemnation. Jesus' righteousness led to justification. Now, sabi po ng Romans 5.8, yun po yung binabanggit precisely. Therefore, as one man trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. We know the sin of Adam. Sabi sa kanilang Panginoon, huwag niyong kakainin ang bunga ng pagkakaalam ng tama at mali sa punong ito. Pwede niyong kainin ng lahat. There is no prohibition of them eating everything that God has prepared for them to eat except for that fruit of knowing good and evil. God created man to be a responsible being. And Adam was supposed to be responsible in his decisions. But instead of aligning himself to the will of God, he went the other way around. One of God's purposes and intentions in our lives is for us to be under the Lordship of God. God created us not to be on our own. God created us to live under His Lordship, under God. Amen? Okay, we would like the Philippines to be a nation under God. Because whether you like it or not, God is always on top of us all. Anything that can be created is God is definitely on top of them all. How much more with the masterpiece of God? God created us in His image and in His likeness. And God is expecting man that after He created him, man would follow God all the days of his life. That he is going to enjoy his fellowship with God. Amen. Ang tanong ko po, kayo ho ba ini-enjoy ninyo yung fellowship ninyo sa Diyos? Because if you are not enjoying your relationship with God, there is a tendency for you to do what Adam did. Nag-iba siya ng direksyon. Instead of living under the will of God, God has provided everything that He needed together with Eve, and yet, He did not become a responsible man. Alam naman natin, ang tinokso ng serpiente ay walang iba kundi sino. Yung una, si Eva. Tama? Babae. Dahil walang kinalaman yung babae o lalaki. Makasabihin nyo, nagdi-discriminate na naman ako, pastor ha? Babae yung unang tinukso. Bakit? It is because ang unang tumanggap ng salita ng Panginoon ay walang iba kundi si Adan. Okay? Siya yung, siya supposed to be yung head. Okay? Dapat i-communicate niya well doon sa kanyang asawa. Pero, kaya ang tinarget ng kaaway ay walang iba kundi si Eva. At nung mahulog si Eva, nagdamay pa. At si Adam, supposed to be knowledgeable about the will of God, pinatulan at kinain yung bunga ng pagkakaalam ng tama at mali. By the way, mali yung balita na saging yung kanilang kinain. Lari rin pong hindi human sanas. Okay? Basta ang sabi lang po, bunga ng pagkakaalam ng tama at mali, at the Bible scholar believes na hindi na nag exist yung prutas na yon dahil ito ay sinumpana ng Panginoon. Amen. Okay. Now, so nakapasok po yung kasalanan sa lahi ng tao. Just by that simple disobedience. Sin came into all men hanggang sa atinong panahon at sa susunod na generation, nagpo-flow yung dugo ng may bahid kasalanan. 
Kaya tinatawag tayong lahat tayo ay nagkasala. Kahit na ang isang bata sa sinapupunan pa lang ng kanyang nanay, ay daladala na yung tinatawag na original sin. And eventually, sa pagsilang ng batang yun, wala mang magturo sa kanya ng mali, lalabas at lalabas yung kanyang sinful nature. It's because of the sin of one man. Siya lang yung nagdesisyon magdisobey, pero nadamay ho tayong lahat. Nagkaroon ng eternal consequences yung kanya pong pagkakasala. Now, having that understanding, ay masigit nating maa-appreciate yung ginawa ng Panginoon sa buhay natin. Dahil kung mayroong Adam na nagkasala, naipasa sa atin yung kasalanan at ang tawag sa kasalanan is imputed unrighteousness. Ano po yung sabi ng imputed? Ipinasa na unrighteousness, na kasalanan. Hindi mo kinuha, pero whether you like it or not, inimpute yun sa'yo. Ipinasa yun sa'yo. Ano kanyang ibig ko sabihin? Parang yung sa basketball, hindi ba pagka may bola, pinasa sa'yo, wala kang alternative kundi saluhin. Walang may gusto sa atin dito na tayo ay makasalanan. Tama ba? Kayo ba nag enjoy na kayo ay makasalanan? Wala. Pero ipinasa yun sa atin. By default, taglay-taglay natin itong lahat. Now, that is why when Jesus Christ came, He did not abolish the law, but He fulfilled the law. Meaning, He lived a perfect life for all of us. It was necessary so that His sacrifice would be acceptable to God. Now, nung namatay si Jesus at nabuhay na muli, okay, namatay siya dahil sa ating kasalanan at nabuhay siyang muli para ibigay sa atin yung buhay na yon at yung kanyang righteousness. Ang tawag doon is imputed righteousness. Sabi niyo imputed righteousness. Nakapagkasinampalatayanan mo si Kristo, whether you like it or not, ikaw naman ay pinatawad niya at nasa sayo ang righteousness ng Panginoon. Kaya minsan, ikaw mismo hindi ka makapaniwala pag tumitingin ka sa salamin, why righteous ako? We became righteous not by our choice as well, but but yes, merely accepting Jesus and we repented from all of our sins and Christ already gave us His imputed righteousness. Amen? No one among us is capable of making ourselves righteous in the standard of God. Pwede tayong maging mabait, pwede kang maging maamo, but you cannot make yourself perfectly righteous before God. Kaya ang tawag doon is imputed righteousness dahil galing yung righteousness kay Jesus, ibinigay lahat sa bawat isa sa atin. Nakapagkatinitignan tayo ng Diyos para bang kahit minsan ay hindi tayo nagkasala. Kahit minsan hindi tayo nagkasala. Ganun ang tingin na magiging malinis tayo sa harapan ng penway because ang nakikita ng Diyos is the righteousness of His one and only Son in our lives. The more kang magkakaroon ng appreciation, knowing and evaluating yourself that every day, ang laki ng potential natin na magkasala at marami nga sa atin ay nagkakasala araw-araw, yung makita mo lamang yung yung boss, nagagalit ka na dahil tingin mo sa kanya may sungay, ay nagkasala ka na. Tama ba? Pag yung asawa mo, siner mo nang ka, nainis ka sa kanya na parang gusto mo ng bigwasan, nagkasala ka na. Hindi mo pa intensyon. Ayan po ba kayo? Kapag ka nagalit kayo sa akin dahil mahaba akong mag-preach, nagkasala na kayo. Even intention pa lang, inclination pa lang, nagkasala ka na sa harapan ng Diyos. Kaya ma-appreciate mo yung ginawa ni Jesus and yet God is looking at me as a righteous person not because of what I did, but because of what Jesus Christ did. 
nagdulot po ang kasalanan sa atin ng tinatawag na condemnation. Ibig sabihin, we are eternally separated from God and we went out of the Lord's Lordship in our lives. But in Christ Jesus, God has restored us. If you availed of that restoration by accepting Christ, by repentance, ang sinabi po ng Romans 8, 1-2, there is now, therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, you are not condemned. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Tayo po ay pinalaya. There is now no condemnation because of what Jesus Christ did. Now, ito po yung tinatawag na sinasabi ko sa inyo kaninang imputed. Okay? But the words, it was counted to you. Okay? Kahit naman parang basketball. Okay? Hindi naman ikaw yung naka-score, pero in-score sa'yo. It was counted to him. We're na, it was counted to him. We're not written for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be counted to us who believe in him who raised from the dead, Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. So yung ginawa ni Jesus, tayo po, binilang tayo doon sa nagtagumpay. Ibinilang na para bang tayo yung nakapuntos, kahit hindi naman tayo. Si Jesus yung nakapuntos, pero damay tayo. Tama ko ba? Kaya yung ibig sabihin, no, it, was a, it was counted to Him. Tayo ho yun. Tayo po ay tinatawag na justified. Sa bataso, lahat tayo, kutitimbang ila tayo kulang. Ibig sabihin, we are guilty beyond reasonable doubt. Tama ko ba? Bago mahatula ng isang tao, that person must be guilty beyond reasonable doubt. Kapag kakulang ang ebidensya, minsan naaabswelto. Kahit na guilty, pero kung walang matibay na ebidensya, eh, naaabswelto. Pero tayo, we are guilty beyond reasonable doubt. Kumbinsido ko ba kayo? All have sinned. sa kapat susuling doon? Sinabi na ng Bible, lahat ay nagkasala. Lahat tayo guilty and therefore we are sentenced to die. But when Christ came, He took our sins and He took the punishment and we were justified. Why? Because somebody replaced us. Wapasok na yung turo na about substitution. Tayo dapat yung bibitayin, si Jesus yung nagpabitay para sa atin. Siya ang umako ng ating kasalanan. Ano ibig sabihin ng justification? We are justified that as if we have not sinned before God. Although we know that every day we are sinning. But every time God would look at us because we are now justified in Christ as if we have never sinned before the Lord. Why? Because of that perfect righteousness of Jesus. Now, the righteousness that we have is what you call positional righteousness. We are positioned righteously. Inimpute sa atin po yung righteousness ni Jesus. Now, we are positionally righteous and God is expecting us to be in a progressive righteousness. Ibig sabihin, with the righteousness that we have, we were forgiven, we were saved, let us walk in the path of righteousness. Amen? Magkaroon naman do tayo ng initiative na magpasakop sa Lordship ni Lord. Let us be responsible men and women of God because God has already provided salvation for all of our sins. Amen? Pangalawa po, Adam's disobedience made us sinners. Say sinners. Jesus' obedience made us righteous. And that's what verse 19 of Romans 5 is saying. For as by the 
one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. So by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. We know that God's original intention for us is to always live in the image and likeness of God without any distortion. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Nagagandahan ka ba sa kanya? Nagagopuan ka? Ha? O ano man ang sagot? God created us in His image and likeness. If you appreciate the one that you have today, how much more kaya ang itsura natin kung hindi pa nagkasala si Adan? Alam nyo ba na ang image ng tao ay na-distort because of the sin of disobedience of Adam? We were made in the image and likeness of God, the masterpiece of God, pero nagkaroon ng distortion in our image. And I am not, of course, certainly not just referring to our physical image. Okay, or our physicality. God's intention is for us to live the purpose that God has for us. Saan ba tinawag ng Diyos ang tao? God would like men to have dominion over all His creation. Hindi lamang po yung layunin ng Panginoon ang na-distort sa buhay natin, kundi na-distort din yung creation. Hindi lamang tayo, kundi yung paligid natin. As I said last week, Kita nyo, paligid natin, kahit anong gawin mo, hindi mo wala ang pollution. Sama mo na traffic, yun din kasi ang sanhinang pollution. Lahat po naging negatibo. Okay? Na-distort ang plano ng Panginoon sa buhay ng isang tao. Nung tayo po ay nagkasala, alam naman natin na ang kasalanan na hadlang sa Diyos at sa tao, tayo ay naihiwalay sa Diyos. Our relationship with God was broken. And therefore, because our relationship with God was broken, all other relationship, all other relationships were also broken. That's why there are broken marriages today. There are broken relationships, broken families. There are fightings. Bansa sa bansa, naglalaban sa isa't isa. It's all because man lost his relationship with God. That is why merong mga hindi pagkakasundo-sundo sa atin pong panahon. Dahil nung makapasok yung kasalanan, naapektuhan ang, ka- ang ang relasyon ng bawat tao. Kaya nga kapag ka ikaw, ngayon kristyano ka na, okay? if you have problem with your relationship with your wife, with your brother and your sister, you have to check your relationship with God because everything emanates from God. Because if your relationship with God is right, therefore all other relationships will be put in order. Adyan po kayo. Kung lagi kayong nag-aaway na mag-asawa para kayong aso at pusa araw-araw ay nag-aaway, there is problem with your relationship with God. It has been said, and it is written on God's word, that He is love. God is love. Wherever God is, there must be love. Mat parang tahimik kayo. When Christ came, He brought us the spirit of reconciliation because He reconciled us to the Father. In my understanding before, when I was still a new believer, akala ko nung tayo in-reconcile ni Kristo sa Ama, okay, na-reconcile tayo sa Diyos, akala ko spiritual relationship lang natin ang naapektuhan. Since God has given us the ministry of reconciliation, all other relationship that we have must also be healed. Kaya nga sa Victory Weekend natin, may topic tayong relational dysfunction. There are so many relationships today, dysfunctional. Why? Because there is a problem with the relationship with God. 
Kaya nga kasama nung ni-reconcile tayo ni Christ sa Ama, nung tayo na-reconcile, the ministry of reconciliation is now upon us. Therefore, let us start picking up the broken pieces. Tingnan naman natin yung relationship natin sa ating asawa, sa ating nanay, sa ating tatay, sa ating kapatid. Dahil now that you are reconciled with God, the next thing is for you to be reconciled with all other relationships. Adyan po kayo. I thought in my mind before it's just about me being reconciled to God. That's it. Yung mga kaaway ko, bahala sila sa buhay nila. Ha? Kung pupunta sila ng impyerno, ay mabuti nga sa kanila. Basta ako, okay daw kay God, pupunta ako ng langit. Akala ko ganun. Everything starts in the spiritual before we can see things happening on the natural. Amen? So yung relationship muna natin kay Lord. Kaya kung may problema ka sa yung relationship with somebody or with, with your parents or with your mom, with your wife, with your husband, you check your relationship with God. Is there something wrong with my relationship with God? Unahin mo yun, kapatid, and you'll see. Even your enemies will be made by God at peace with you when you are at peace with Him. Amen? Sabi po ng Genesis 3.16, So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and she also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate. Ito po yung actual na kasalanan ni Eva at saka ni Adan. Ano po ang nagtulak sa kanila? Sabi, the woman saw the tree was good for food. That is, last of the flesh. Good for food. And it was a delight to the eyes. That's last of the eyes. At sabi, desired to make one wise. That is, pride of life. Nung makapasok yun sa kanila, sa buong human race, nakapasok po yung kasalanan na yun. Lahat halos ng kasalanan nagagawa ng tao ay may kinalaman dyan sa tatlong yan. Last of the eyes, last of the flesh, last of the eyes, and pride of life. Yun lang mag-asawa na ayong magkabati dahil nagpapataasan. Dahil sabi ng isa, ako tama, siya ang mali. Sabi ng isa, siya ang mali. Ako tama, pride yun. Marami yata akong tinatabaan ng tahimik ninyo. Magbati na kayo. Okay. So, nung makapasok ko yan, mga kapatid, kumalat ako sa taon, deteriorating mode. Kaya sabi rin sa may Genesis chapter 6, verse 8, The Lord saw the wickedness of men was great in the earth, and that every intention in NIV is inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Kaya kahit anong gawing pigil ng tao sa kanyang sarili na wag gumawa ng kasalanan, eh, patuloy pa rin siyang gumagawa ng kasalanan. Bakit? Because nakapasok nga yung kasalanan, it became part of our nature. Alam ng Diyos na mayroong problema sa tao at walang sino mang taong may kakayanan na mabago ang sitwasyong ito maliban sa Diyos din mismo. So God sent His one and only Son. Through the disobedience of one man, we were all made sinners. But look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 8. The obedience of one man, and I'm referring, of course, to Jesus Christ, we were made righteous. And being found in human form, He humbled Himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Jesus was tortured. He was crushed, not deformed. 
ang itsura ni Jesus because that's precisely the image of sin in our lives. But nevertheless, Christ obeyed and His obedience brought life to all of us. Yung kanyang kamatayan ay nagbigay sa atin ng restoration para po tayo ay maging righteous sa harapan ng Panginoon. If we were made sinners, nang ibig sabihin, affected yung image natin, yung relationship natin, lahat ng bagay sa atin, when we were made righteous, sinisimulang gawin ng Diyos yung matuwid na daan sa buhay natin. I'm not referring to politics. Yung matuwid na daang inihanda ng Panginoon sa atin. We are not capable of doing the right thing that would merit salvation. Katunayan, gusto natin minsan gumagawa ng mabuti, pero di ba yung mabuting gusto natin gawin, hindi natin magawa. Tama ba? At yung masama na ayaw natin gawin, yun ang patuloy nating nagagawa. Sino mga estudyante rito? Taas ang kamay. Estudyante. Hindi mukhang estudyante, estudyante. Okay? Diba? Kahit anong gusto yun, gusto mo naman, nag-aaral ka naman ng mabuti, bakit pagdating ng examination, ang lakas ng tukso na ikaw ay mangopia. Diba? At malamangan ang opia kayo. Ha? Diba? Hindi, ayaw mo naman mangopia dahil kasalanan. Pero it's better to to cheat than to repeat. <laughs> Nakapasok sa isipan mo yun eh. Ha? So, Patutokso ko ngayon, mauhulog ka sa tukso. Na de-distort. We were made sinners by the sin or disobedience of one man. But God would like us to walk in the path of righteousness now. We can now say no to sin. Before, wala tayong laban. Because kung saan tayo, dali ng kasalanan, doon lang tayo sumusunod eh. Mahina yung moral compass natin. We don't have enough we didn't have enough energy, but now that we are in Christ, we can now say no to sin and yes to God. Amen. God has given us the spirit that would set us free from the bondage of sin. Ang bondage kasi, pag nasabing you are in bondage of sin, kahit anong gawin mo, wala kang magawa. Ikaw ay bilanggo ng kasalanan na kahit anong gawin mo, hindi mo kaya. But God has set us free in Christ Jesus. But of course, it is a process. I am not saying we are going to be perfect in this lifetime. But what I am saying is that we, are, we must be growing as believers of the Lord. We must be growing in our righteousness. We must be progressing in our righteousness. The things that you used to enjoy, hindi mo na ini-enjoy ngayon. Noon ang enjoyment ko, yung kasama ko, yung barkada ko, at nagiinumang kami. Kasi pag nagiinumang kami, sikat ako dahil ako bumabayad. Patuloy ang puri nila sa akin. Aba, sinong ayaw ng mapupuri? Yeah. Doon ko na kukuha yung significance ko dahil wala akong mga kaibigan eh. But when I was transformed by God, little by little, I was able to walk in the path of righteousness and say no to alcohol anymore. God has changed my life. I could not do that before, but when I surrendered everything to God, God has, ga- has given me the spiritual energy to resist that temptation. Amen. Kaya sisiguruhin ko sa inyo ngayong gabi, hindi ho ako lasing. Alam ko kung sinasabi ko. The things I used to do, I do them no more. And I'm pretty sure all of us have our own story to tell, amen, on how God has changed us because our experience of transformation is an overwhelming validation of what God has done inside us. 
Kasi hindi mo masasabing na-encounter mo si Christ pag walang ebidensya. Kinakailangan yung pagiging Kristiyano natin must be beyond reasonable doubt. Amen? May, kasi may ebidensya na ikaw ay binago ng Panginoon at patuloy na binabago. Adyan po ba kayo? So kapag ka sa sarili nyo, ano na bang binago ni Lord sa akin? Mag-isip ka. Pagka wala kang maaisip, abay, delikado. Baka hindi mo pa talaga totally ibigay yung buhay mo sa Panginoon. Dahil isang, dahil, dahil isang taong tunay na naka-encounter kay Lord will not remain unchanged. They will surely be transformed because nagbabago yung nature natin. We now have the nature of righteousness, not the nature of sin. Amen? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 45 says, But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. One man's disobedience made us sinners that brought us to death, but one man's obedience made us alive. At walang iba yung kundi ang ating Panginoong Jesus. Amen. Kaya yung katabi mo, dapat yan, Hindi lang mukhang buhay. Dapat talagang buhay na buhay sa Panginoon. Amen? Ilan? May apat na sumagot. Amen? Okay. Number three is Adam's sin led us to spiritual death. Jesus' grace led us to eternal life. At yung po yung sinasabi ng Romans 5 verse 20 to 21. Now the law came in to increase the trespass. Bakit? Sa pamagitan ng batas, dumami pa lalo ang trespass ng tao, ang kasalanan, bakit? Dahil mas identify na yung kasalanan. Nung wala pa yung batas, hindi alam ng tao kung sila yung nagkakasala o hindi. Pero mas lalong na-highlight yung kasalanan dahil nagkaroon na ng batas. Adyan po kayo. Kung baga sa Pilipinas, kung noon maraming nag-jaywalking, pero dahil walang batas on jaywalking, hindi considered na kasalanan yun. Maaring bahagi lang ng kultura, pero kung nagkaroon ng batas, no jaywalking, ma-realize mo na kung dami beses ko palang nagkasala. So the law came in to increase the trespass. But where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. Anong ibig sabihin nun? Mas tumaas daw yung level ng kasalanan, mas tumaas ang biyaya. Anong ibig sabihin nun? Okay, itong ibig sabihin nun ay ito. Kung ikaw ay may utang na limandaan at pinatawad kita sa limandaan, okay yon, tama ba? Pero pagka limang milyon ang utang mo at pinatawad kita, saan ang mas mataas na grace doon? Uh, limang milyon. Kung pinasalamatan mo ako sa limandaan, maaaring konti lang yung pasasalamat mo. Pero kung utang mo sa akin limang milyon at pinatawad kita, oh, salamat! Dahil hindi mo kayang bayaran nyo sa buong buhay mo marahil. Adyan po kayo. So kung mas mataas yung level ng kasalanan, mas mataas yung biyaya ng pagpapatawad ng Diyos sa bawat isa sa atin. That's why you will appreciate all the more yung ginawa ni Lord. Dahil kung walang ginawa si Lord, yung batas lang yung naroon, Araw-araw, pataas ng pataas, yung level lang yung kasalanan. Pero nung dumating si Christ, lalong tumataas yung level ng kanyang biyaya sa bawat isa sa atin. That's why every day we love Jesus more than yesterday. Amen? Let's give Him praise. So that a sin reigned in death, grace also might reign through righteousness leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. One of the intentions and God's purposes in our lives is for us to have the kind of life that God has designed for us. During the original creation, lahat pre-provide na lang Panginoon. Si Adan kakain pero hindi naman nagugutom. Adyan po kayo? Magtatrabaho siya pero hindi naman siya naghihirap. Because everything has been provided by God. It's a perfect life, an abundant life. 
walang kahirapan, walang sakit, walang kamatayan, they would live in harmony with God for eternity. Yun ang idinisenyo ng Panginoon sa, kan- sa kanisa buhay ng tao. Pero ano pong nangyari because of the disobedience of one man, pumasok po ang kamatayan, ang kahirapan, ang sakit. Kaya ngayon, bago ka mabuhay, kinakailangan magpakahirap ka sa iyong trabaho. Kailangan magbanat ka ng buto. So ang sabi rito, as sin reign death, grace also might reign through righteousness leading to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. In Galatians chapter 3, verse 23 to 24, Therefore, the Lord God sent him out from the Garden of Eden to work the ground from which he has taken. He drove out the man. Una, sabi nung kanina, sent him out of the garden to work. Then yung pangalawa, he drove out the man. And at the east of the Garden of Eden, he placed a cherubim and a flaming sword that turned every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Say, tree of life. Yung puno ng buhay. God has given us a perfect life during creation. But because of the sin of Adam, na-distort po yung buhay na yun. Kaya mayroong kahirapan. Kaya kung nahihirapan ka sa trabaho mo ngayon, kapatid, bahagi yan ng curse of sin. Kung ang buhay mo ngayon, parang hindi mo alam kung saan patungo, nag-i-struggle ka, that's part of the curse of sin and it is not God's will in your life. If you are living your life without purpose, you're just going by the wind, you're just going by the motion of life, that's part of the curse and it is not God's will in your life. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 11 to 13, And this is the testimony that God gave us eternal life. And this life is in His Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. I write these things to you, talking to the believers, you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life. Iniisip natin, ang eternal life is life in eternity with God. That's true. Pero hindi lang yung, yung kung, naibigay, what I mean is, kung naibigay ng Diyos sa atin, yung life in eternity, that even if we are no longer here, we have home in heaven, we can live with God in eternity, if God has prepared that for us, don't you think God has already given us life here on earth that would glorify His name? Kung naibigay ng Diyos ang kanyang kaisa-isang bugtong na anak, hindi kaya niya magawang ibigay sa iyo ang mga pangangailangan mo rin sa buhay. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Jesus said, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Jesus, the second Adam, came to give us life the meaning of life, the purpose of life, the abundance of life, and the eternal life. He is restoring everything. What Adam lost, Christ has restored. So that every time you come to God, ayoko po magkaroon kayo ng poverty mentality. Ayoko magkaroon kayo ng victim mentality. 
na baka kalooban ng Diyos sa akin itong kahirapan na ito, tiising ko na itong kahirapan ko hanggang sa mamatay ako. Siguro kalooban ng Diyos yung sakit na ito sa akin, kaya pasasalamatan ko na lang si Lord sa sakit na ito. We have sometimes that kind of mentality. Ganito talaga ang buhay, eh. malas talaga. Eh. Siguro ito talaga yung buhay na inihanda sa akin ng Diyos. That's a victim mentality. I would like you to experience, and it is God's will for us to experience the kind of life that He has prepared for us. Yes, it is true, life here on earth will not be perfect. But we know that we have an eternal life. And time will come that all of us will be raised by Christ. Those who are dead will be raised by Christ. Those who are still living will be caught up in the air and Christ would return here. At ibabalik ni Jesus kung anong original na kalagayan ng mundo at ipararanas niya sa atin yung klase ng buhay, yung klase ng buhay na kung si Adan sana ay hindi nagkasala, iyon ang buhay natin ngayon. Amen? Let's give God a hand. And in 1 Corinthians 15.22, For us in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. What Adam had lost, Christ has restored. Jesus, the second Adam, is the Redeemer of mankind. And we can experience the kind of life that God is giving us, but only in Christ Jesus. Let's bow down our head. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we just humble ourselves before you and appreciate what you have done on the cross. That even though we know we are not worthy, but with, because of what Jesus Christ did, we were all made worthy before your sight. Let us continue to appreciate what Christ Jesus did. Anumalang sitwasyon nyo sa buhay na ito, I would like us to have a thankful heart to God. Huwag nyong i-focus yung sarili nyo sa mga pangit at negatibong bagay. Gusto ko pong i-focus ninyo ang inyong paningin sa kabutihan ng Diyos sa inyong buhay at sa ginagawa niya ngayon sa inyo. But even though that is a negative thing that you are experiencing today, God will turn it into good because God is good and He is the author of life. Thank you, Jesus. I would like to give you a chance to receive the kind of life that God is preparing for you. Maring pagod ka na sa kasalanan, maring pagod ka na sa hirap ng buhay, sa sakit karamdaman. But there is an option for you. Turn to Christ and He's going to change your life. And if today you would like to receive Him as your Lord and personal Savior, wherever you are seated, I would like you to just lift up your hands wherever you are. Thank you for that hand. The Lord can see you. This is not about the person beside you, don't look at the person beside you, don't look at anyone. This is your decision for the Lord. If you would like to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, just lift up your hands wherever you are. Thank you. The Lord can see you. Last call. Last call. If you would like to have a personal relationship with the Lord, this may be your first time, or this may not be your first time, but you have not yet fully surrendered your life to Jesus, I am going to pray for you. Just lift up your hands if you would like to have a relationship with the Lord. Yes, thank you. Lahat po nang nagtaas ng kamay, pwede po ba kayong tumayo so I can pray for you? Huwag po kayong mahiya. Tayo lang po kayo. Sige pa. Stand up. I would like you to just remain praying right now. Lift up your hands like this. At ayos ko pong sumabay kayo sa panalangin ito. Sabihin niyo, Panginoong Yesus, tawarin mo ako 
sa lahat ng aking mga kasalanan. Linisin mo ako ng iyong banal na dugo. Inaalay ko po sa iyong buhay kong ito. Tinatanggap kita bilang aking Panginoon at sariling tagapagligtas ang buhay kong ito ay para lang sa iyo. Salamat sa buhay na walang hanggan. Salamat sa karapatang maging anak ng Diyos. Salamat po, Panginoon. Lord, I pray for these people right now. Let them know that the moment they made the decision to accept Christ, you have already forgiven them and you have given them eternal life. Pagpalain mo sila. Transform their lives, Lord God, because I know, I believe, beginning today, their lives will never be the same again. Hawakan mo sila ng iyong kapangyarihan. Tulungan mo silang mapagtagumpaya ng kasalanan. At tulungan mo po sila sa kahirapan ng buhay, sa lahat ng kanilang pagdurusa at mga problema. Hawakan mo sila at pagpalain. Salamat po, O Diyos, sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.